Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Thanks so much for tuning in to Bravo Happy Hour. Just a reminder that if you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts to give it a five-star rating and leave a little review. It's the best way to let other Bravo lovers find out about the show. Today's episode is blessed with the presence of Cara Berry. She's a fan fave here on Bravo Happy Hour, and she just started a new podcast called Everyone's Business But Mine. Yeah. Fucking great title. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, that wasn't, as a, that wasn't as official as I wanted it, but go to Apple Podcasts and check out her first episode. It just came out this week. Yeah. How are you feeling about it? I feel great. I think we should just address the elephant in the room is that we're both massively hungover right now. Yes. Okay. So if you guys have been listening to the last few episodes, I've been promoing this meetup in the city, which was last night. And the meetup turned into to many different meetups throughout the night. Um, meeting So much fun. It was a lot of fun. I think I'm going to do it once a month. I think you should. It was a great time. Great people. Amazing people. Great atmosphere. Gorgeous little bar, Mr. Paradise. If you guys are ever so in the East Village, if you want like a $42 cocktail <laughs> um, with great lighting. Yeah. <laughs> Bring your friends, you know? Yeah, that was so much fun. I yeah. Had, I had a great time. Yeah, definitely a great time, but we're hurting a little bit. But that yeah. does not mean we are not going to bring the energy, the fire. Yeah, all of it. As soon as I get my brain right, I'm going to be here. Right, I know. I, I should have like um, <laughs> taken like a – I've never had a five-hour energy, but I feel like I could – this mm. is the first time I, I should drink one. I took those once, and I was sick for three days. I had to call out from work. <laughs> I don't drink coffee. <laughs> I know. You like went straight to five-hour energy. You're like, I'm not even going to start with coffee. I was drinking coffee at the time. This was years ago. But yeah, I literally like couldn't go to work. I was so sick. Like, was it a stomach thing? I or I feel like you caffeine. Like, I'm just sensitive to caffeine. Oh. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm not going to be taking one of those. I'm just going <laughs> to bring the natural life and the energy that Bravo gives to me on a day-to-day yeah. to power through this episode, baby. That'll work. But we got a lot of shit to talk about. Starting in Orange County, a Real Housewives of OC alum, Megan King Edmonds, from seasons 9 through 12, has officially... Well, actually, she hasn't officially done anything. Her (laughs) husband. So Megan and her husband, Jim, have decided to go their separate ways. So this past October 25th, Jim actually filed for divorce one day after their five-year wedding anniversary. (laughs) Vicky Gummelson predicted that. Like, almost to the day. I mean, watch watch it in five years when you get divorced, Megan. Uh, What a a dream. What a – I mean, listen – are we surprised? 
<laughs> well, no. <laughs> Obviously, the writing has been on the wall for a while. It's been on the wall since they were dating, and she was dating him when he was still married. Yeah, well, I always say, like, the age-old phrase, the way you get them is how you lose them. Yeah. So Khloe when- Kardashian effect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that relationship was a disaster. Like, there, you know, I feel like... There was this time where the housewives would be like, oh, my husband just, like, doesn't like to be on camera, and that's why he comes off as a complete monster to me. <laughs> but, like, no. Like, Jim is on camera all the time. That's his job. Yeah. <laughs> his job to be personable and nice, and he was not willing to do that. Never towards her. Like, I always found, like, even, like, when he'd go on Watch What Happens Live, like, him and Andy were, like, chummy chummy. Yeah. Like, him with the other husbands on the show. Really nice. Like, and that's why everybody guy. thought he was gay. Yeah, and then the moment he looked at his wife, he was like... I want nothing to do with you. Like, I barely want to have kids with you. And you're, like, a beautiful model. Literally all you want is a family. Right. A happy family. And, like, what does Jim want? That's what I want to know. Like, because it seems like you could just get any – you could have seven Megan King Edmonds if you want. And it seems like that's what you want. So what's the problem? I just never understand, like, what makes him so attractive. Like, as, like, like, he doesn't do it for me. Yeah. And what are all, I guess, money. Money and quote-unquote, like, star power. Well, it's also, like, what really is going on in St. Louis, you know? Oh, God. The, the pickings would have to be slim, I imagine. But. Right. I mean, yeah. sorry for anybody. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, but, I mean, like, I feel like Jim Edmonds is at the top of the heap. I mean, if only because he's wealthy. Well, yeah, I think he's got that going for him. But he also was never around. No. He, she had to beg him to have kids. The past few months, he was cheating on her and sexing some woman while she was in labor. In labor. What? Crazy. So supposedly this also, there's layers to this cheating. So supposedly sources have now been saying that the two got into a fight because there was some sort of an affair rumor with one of the nannies. Yeah. So someone commented on her Instagram photo, which she posted the other night with just like a picture with no makeup caption. So raw. So so raw, raw, vulnerable, <laughs> and she like is vulnerable. Like when they went through like the whole cheating rumor when all of that came out, she wrote that blog, that blog. post. <laughs> the title of it was "I Am Sad." Period. <laughs> like, ditto. <laughs> Understandable. So on this uh, Instagram post, someone commented, "Judging by Jim's Instagram, I'm guessing it's the nanny Carly, whom he posted nine photos of eleven months ago, and she has deleted her Instagram." Looks like Carly. Oh, wow. She Come on, investigative job. journalism. Right? I thought, I mean, <laughs> Megan King Edmonds, like, her, she was the, like, Sherlock Holmes. She had, yeah. like, the two hat, like, the, the front rim, <laughs> yeah, back rim hat. Right. She's got, like, a monocle. Yeah. Like, a magnifying glass, <laughs> so, like, the whole thing. A trench coat. Yeah. So Megan ended up writing a, like, emoji with a thumbs up. And then this other person said, what a betrayal. And you blogged such wonderful things about her. Like, I got to go deep in this blog. It's Carly intel. Mess. Who's Carly? And the fact that he's posting nine photos of her in the last year. I love this Instagram user. How did that not tip Megan off? Like, you're saying, like, she is, like, the bone collector. Like, how does she not know what was going on in her own house? She probably didn't want to see it and also probably was privy to all of this happening. Like, if they were – I mean, even for, like, their whole cheating thing with that random woman. Yeah. Like, after the fact, Megan was like, I I completely believe that he would never physically be with her after seeing a photo of her. I know he'd never touch her. I'm like, do you think – your lying-ass husband cares what people look like? That is not how that works. Yeah, like – 
Um, I, hello, Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> hello. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's not about how you look. Like, you're a model. Yeah. You're a beautiful woman. Like, that's not the issue. Not the problem. Not, And it's never going to be the problem. I mean, I feel like when dudes, like, move on to the next girl, they're always, like, you know, I feel like sometimes we're haters and, like, oh, she's not as cute as me. But, it, like, you know, they don't care. They don't care at all. Yeah. And in her case, it's kind of hard <clears throat> because, like, most people aren't as pretty as you. Right. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> so, again, it's like. I get that it's a hard pill to swallow. Well, yeah. But let's course. get in the real world, my friend. <sighs> yeah. Well, also, what was kind of interesting about all of this stuff is that they currently have four nannies and a live-in au pair. What? They have three kids. They have two-year-old daughter, Aspen, and two twin boys who are 16-month-old. Which, and, like, one of the boys has, like, developmental issues. Right. So they definitely, like, need more help, I guess. Yeah. But five people on staff. That's excessive (laughs) any way you slice it, really. What are you doing all day? What are you doing? (laughs) Blogging. Not not hanging out with your husband, I guess. I hope she takes him to fucking court. Get that money. She will. Get whatever money is left since he's thrice divorced now. Or is this four? Yeah. Number three and four. Third. This is the third. Okay. Well, the other kids are older, so she might fare I don't know. How I don't know. She deserves every penny that she gets. I think he's still working, so that's really going to work in her favor. Do you think the candle company is really bringing in (laughs) so much money? Candle pop-up shop? She was like, Jim is so passionate about about candles. candles. Like, what? Like, that is the one part that we ever got of him that, like, showed, like, he had, like, anything going on. I'm like, baseball and candles. Like, that's what I see for him. Wow, God, I totally forgot about the candle line. I wonder if they still have any. Should we try to get some? We should. Let's see Megan. <laughs> King Edmund's candles. Like, I want to support her, but, like, how do I, right. how do I, like, caveat in, like, my invoice? <laughs> I'm, like, only give this money to Megan. All 100% proceeds, proceeds. Go to MKE, please. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Megan King Edmund's K Hall Studio. I guess that's the name of her candle line. Yeah. Just um, a pretty popular line, K Hall. Oh. They're, like... So you like know, pretty decent candles. Megan is the product and retail development specialist for K Hall Studio location at Newport Beach's Fashion Island. I can't believe she's still doing that. Yeah, good oh, for wow. her. She's got her own personal care collection. Now I'm like buying stuff from this. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Uh, well, how did you feel about Megan when she was on the show? Uh, I enjoyed her. I thought like her. <clears throat> cancer investigation was pretty impressive iconic and it was interesting because like she was coming at it from like a genuine place where she's like jim's first wife like is dying from cancer and like my stepkids are dealing Dealing with the fact that like their mother is gonna die right and so she was like very much involved in it and i can't recall like was she one who whose mother had breast cancer I feel like she had like the BRCA gene and like there was like a whole storyline about that too. Maybe you might be right. I mean, I don't know. All of these fucking doctor's appointments on these housewives show. I'm like, did she get her vagina tightened six years ago? (laughs) Like, (laughs) where are we in Vicky's face journey? (laughs) (laughs) But I, I enjoyed that she was passionate about that and like, it was like a dog with a bone and ran with it. Yeah. I mean, it was very extra, but like looking back, like, I mean, it was much appreciated. She was getting so hoodwinked. And the fact that Megan now, like, 
is has been definitely dragged for the past five years. Yeah. Like, he was a dick to her on the show. She begged him to have kids. Right. They do it, whatever. I still have flashbacks of that, like, tank, that sperm tank oh, in, in the, the back, back of her car. Like, I love, like, a ta- I love, like, an object with, like, a seatbelt on it. Right. Like, there was, like, a seatbelt <laughs> on, like, that big R2-D2 thing. Yeah, I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally R2-D2 or C3, whatever, whatever. Um, yeah. Gosh. Yeah, I miss Megan. I, I think she's going to come back. I mean, at this point, probably. Uh, y- you know, yes, I think yeah. she left because the kids, the family, she was like, this is what I have to focus on, right. of course. But now she's got nothing else going on. She flew to Orange County to go on a train ride. Right. In like a denim pantsuit <laughs> yeah. or whatever. <laughs> she denim got a jumpsuit. conductor hat. Like, <laughs> she's back on the show. She was prepared. She was ready. I think, like, I want to see a whole new world where, like, Tamara is maybe a friend of next season and, like, Megan and Bronwyn and Kelly are kind of like the lead ladies. Mm-hmm. Well, I think they need to focus on people who have the same, like, generations of children. Like, right. the fact that Gina is the same age as Brianna, Vicky's daughter, is weird. Like, it is. And then you wonder why there's, like, a mom complex. Right. And, like, you're a grandma, Vicky. Like, right. <laughs> you gotta, like... And like, can we talk about Vicky being, like, totally neutered, like, uh, and conservative? Like, oh, I can't see naked. Oh, please. Nobody's. It's all because of that cop, right? What's um, his name? Steve Lodge? Steve Lodge. Roger. Yeah. Roger's his brother. Rod, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I think when she started dating him, she was like, well, I'm with a cop now, and now I can't curse, and I can't do anything. Yeah. And he must be controlling. Obviously, he's controlling of her. Yeah. yeah. But she's into it because she is. I miss Don. Yeah. And Don in his little Tommy Bahama shirts. Those are the easy days. Glamis, no, not Glamisunes. Um, Lake Havasu. Yeah, house in Lake Havasu. Like, yeah, just like get sunburnt and drink Coronas on a boat all day. Honestly, like, same. The golden age. I'm looking for my Don. Don has it all figured out. <laughs> and Don is like so able to seamlessly detach himself from all of Bravo's world. Yeah. Like, he just moonwalked the fuck out of Bravo. He was, like, on TV for, like, a very long time. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not doing it. See you it. later. But I wonder if, like, he'll go to, like, you know, a Rite Aid in, like, it, like a random place. And the cashier is like, Don? Are you Don with two N's? <laughs> Are you Don? <laughs> v Don. Is, is he a Gunvalson? I guess so, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's the Gunvalson. Okay, okay. I can't keep up with the last Because name. Brianna's last name is like Colberth or something. Colbertson or something. something. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <sighs> well, staying in OC, <clears throat> Bronwyn and her mother have been making waves mm. on the internet. I mm. didn't watch the most recent episode of OC oh before last night, and everyone was like, you have to watch it. It gets crazy. That fight with that woman in the oh red God. coat. <laughs> <laughs> her, her on the microphone Walking around saying like hashtag abuse, anti bullying. <laughs> Why'd you be anti bullying? Um, yeah, I, and oh. like if you've been affected by it tonight, please, please hashtag it on Instagram. And, and things, it was such a it was such a treat because she went from being like totally reasonable to just like what happened. She just lost. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. Bronwyn's mom, Dr. Deb, who's a whole big-ass mess, had that fight with that guy because he supposedly grabbed her. So he 
went on Instagram and said, let's talk facts. No one grabbed you. You were out of line in your actions to bully uh, at Hot OC, which I believe is woman in red. <laughs> the lady in red. <laughs> and by not following the rules of the house, I asked you to stop because you were going you were going where you weren't allowed, not to mention how you called me a N-word, thinking that would affect me. Good try, but don't use... Don't try to use abuse as a way to change the narrative for your ego. You're a liar and a bigot, and this is beyond shameful. God have mercy on your soul. Bam. Woo! Yeah. Why do I not put a pastor that <laughs> she'd, like, whip out that word? Yeah. What was interesting to me is that I was seeing, because I didn't watch it that night, but the next day I saw a flood of people saying, she, Dr. Deb was being racist. And I feel like I was watching, and then I watched it, and I was like, okay. There was nothing overt about it but i feel like if 70 white people are like i see what she's doing and that's fucking racist then yeah <laughs> what you're doing is really racist um yeah i i it was it made me so uncomfortable it reminded me of remember when kim wouldn't let her mom go to the bathroom during her kim um zolciak when oh, she got yeah. married yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she wouldn't let her use the bathrooms in the house <laughs> and they haven't talked for like nine years because of it um yeah Dr. Deb is a liability, for sure. I would agree. And you can see how damaged she is. like And thirsty. Oh, dying for t- attention. Yeah. And it's like negative attention at this point because, you know, she's on the show as Bronwyn's mom. Right. But Bronwyn has only talked about how terrible her childhood was with this woman. Right. Who now preaches that she knows best. She knows all that. She's a doctor. Right. She can heal with her ego necklace. Like, yeah. check your ego at the door. <laughs> Gigantic Mr. Oh. T ego necklace. Yeah. Um, it's like Flava Flav, like, right. <laughs> not a clock, but. Um, yeah, she is like, I mean, I was so, like, uncomfortable with the fact that, like, they had gone to dinner, like, in those first few episodes, and Dr. Deb had, like, friended all of them and had been, like, Instagram com- commenting on all of their, like, accounts, so they all knew who she was prior to them meeting her at dinner. Like, and, and I I want to know what happened with the aunt. I want to uh, know. Wh- what is going on with the aunt? What did this <clears throat> aunt do? Like, maybe, I was thinking maybe some sort of alcoholic yeah. and was talking about, my impression was that, she places Bronwyn as, like, the troubled person in the relationship of the two. Right. And so she tells the kids, like, your grandma, Dr. Deb, wasn't that bad of a mom. Right. That's kind of what I think. Because Mm. what would be the other reason to completely freak out when your aunt is near your kids? Yeah. And it was, like, a freak out. Like, I think Bronwyn is fake yeah <laughs> but um that was like the one time where you saw her emotion she was like you really crossed the line and like that's not acceptable yeah. especially because she like left her kids with that lady oh. and like didn't even tell Bronwyn. <laughs> like that um yeah that's very strange i really <sighs> are you like more interested in bronwyn and dr deb or d and deandra d and deandra yeah Oh, my God. From yeah. Dallas, if you guys don't know. But, I mean, the mother-daughter dynamics is something I love to watch. Candace and her mother on Oof. Potomac. Yeah. I love seeing that Dale and Tinsley. That's an amazing dynamic. But with this one specifically, it, like, hurts to watch because I don't think Dr. Deb has, like, any good intentions no. for her daughter. Like, I no. think she's – She doesn't care. No. She thinks she should be the housewife. I think she believes that she's, like, running Bronwyn's storyline. And, frankly, like, 
She kind of is, but Bronwyn needs to also like create boundaries with her mom. Yeah. Eat, you clearly have issues with her. Right. But you keep inviting her to dinner with your friends. Right. Who fucking cares? Yeah. Stop letting her into a role. Yeah. Stop letting her like watch your children if you're that uncomfortable with yeah. the way she behaves. Like it's it's very strange. Dr. Deb's dreads are too tight. Oh, something's going on there. I mean, I don't know if she called this guy the N-word. That's definitely I, not ideal. I'm but. sure she said something that was, like, close enough. Uh, yeah. And then so Dr. Deb is obviously saying she did not say that. If she was mic'd up and used that language, they would have picked up uh, and put the mic pack on her. But let us not forget in The Real Housewives of Auckland, the one from New Zealand. Right. The one of the white girls said the N-word mm-hmm. to the only black woman on a boat, and the show got canceled. So right. even if Bravo did have right. Dr. Deb dropping bombs yeah. left and right, they would be deleting that shit from the archives. That is because they right. can't compromise the show. They're already supporting Trump conversation right. nonstop with Ryan and Tamara. So, you know, they've got to pick their battles. They can't be dropping that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it, it is interesting to see them sort of, like, touch on problematic issues of today because they really, like, the Housewives used to be, like, a, their own universe. And, like, yeah. they never really talked about these things. But, um, yeah, I – and can we talk about that picture that Dr. Deb posted uh, of her, with like, grabbing that child by the neck and talking like, about consent? And, this, <laughs> and, like, what's improper touch? <laughs> Yeah, like the creepiest thing. She literally has this child hostage, like in a vice grip. <laughs> I will post it on the Bravo Happy Hour Instagram it's account so, so creepy. you guys can. I don't know what's going on in that household, but I think Bronwyn definitely needs to like cut bait a little bit because this woman's going to bring you down when your mom is now getting called a racist at a yeah. fashion show. Yeah, and then even Bronwyn's reaction, I thought was so selfish in a way. Like it didn't. Bronwyn didn't need to react the way she did to that woman right. who, like, didn't understand the situation. She was like, I can't believe you yelled at my mother. She's like, I didn't yell at your mom. Like, red, right. red lady, lady in red was, you know, <laughs> crazy in her own way. But, like, <laughs> Bronwyn, this is for your daughter. Like, why right. are you freaking the fuck out? Clearly your daughter, like, has her own issues and, right. like, this is a really big night for her. So why are you making it all about you? And then the car ride home not being like, <laughs> honey, amazing job. We're so proud of you. She's like – don't fuck with right. my family. Because like, Rowan had no idea because she was backstage yes. what all went on. And I would feel like you just – you potentially just ruined my whole night. Yeah. Like she could have had a perfectly nice night. Like tell her the next day or something. Like ha- let her have a moment. I know? just – that woman walking around with the microphone chasseing, <laughs> uh, chanting all around the area, like yelling in Kelly's face. I could talk louder than you. Like – what? It a just, woman it was, unhinged. It, oh, purely, purely comedic gold. And I feel like we haven't seen a moment where, like, somebody has out-crazied Kelly to where Kelly's been like, never mind. <laughs> she honestly was like, I'm going to sit yeah. because I might get thrown off this boat. Like, I'm going to be in the water. Oh, my gosh. What, can oh. we talk about OC Fashion Week? Like, what is oh. that? Because from what I saw, it was a night on a boat. Yeah, it seemed like an evening on a boat with, like <clears> – <throat> kids like they're like our kids go to the same school our kids go to the same school right. it's like Bronwyn uh, was acting like this was like some coveted thing like if, if even Tamara's like I've never heard of OC Fashion Week yeah. <laughs> like that's pretty sad um and I feel it was just like did did they pay for that I think they had to pay for that I liked also the Chiron where it's like Bronwyn's Miami friends like <laughs> 
They're like the one people wearing like funky outfits. Right. Like <laughs> the two black people. Yeah, so, right? you're, so you know why yeah. these two black people are on a boat of thousands of white people yeah, right. in Orange County. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just to be clear, we know who they are. Oh yeah. Oh my God. They're like, yeah, someone may have dropped the M bomb like 40 minutes into the episode, but let us not right. forget that Bronwyn does know She's two an black ally. people. Okay. <laughs> I have black friends, you know. <laughs> and I flew them in. <laughs> Literally. I've never seen a dancewear line at a fashion anything. Also, I needed more context for the dancewear line. I'm like, one girl is wearing a full, like a leotard where I'm like, and then the other girl is wearing like athleisure, a hoodie. Yeah, Adeline was in like skims or whatever. (laughs) You know, like, what was she wearing? It was like a totally different situation. Beauty. I love, I love, I love all the girls. All of them. Yeah. They're, they're really, I think they're going to go somewhere. At least she's like, mom, shut your <laughs> mouth. I'm like, yeah. And I, Sh- Shannon is a, like a terror. Like if she was my mom, I'd be like, stop telling me to pop my hip. Yeah. Like I, I, she's like a young girl. Bam, bam. <laughs> and like the editing was really poor in that moment because like Shannon's tights were off and then the tights were on right. and then you see her holding the tights and then it like cuts back to her with the tights like doing right. her own strut. I'm like, come on, editors. <laughs> like, I know you got to be some of these scenes up, but you got to keep the continuity. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I love this. I, <laughs> I love this. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking about like the generations of mothers, like, because yeah, like you see like a Dr. Deb who's like obviously like a matriarch. We see these women who are like suffering under the weight, the crushing weight of their moms being like more successful than them. Mm-hmm. And then the daughters who are like totally over their mom's behaviors and treating them like, I don't know what's happening. I'm just in the circus. Like in spite of it all, I'm thriving. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Well, this definitely beefed up some of my interests in OC. I like finally. I like go back and forth where in the beginning I was really into it. And then the train stuff I kind of thought was mean. I, re- I really thought it was like mean girl bullying yeah. with like Tamara and Vicky. And- Ta- okay. Oh, hold on. Skirt. Tamara, Tamara brought it up. She started it. And she looked right in the camera after she said it and was like, what about the train? Uh, Michael Tamara, Scott. Like- I can yeah, – truly, like <laughs> I cannot believe that she's acting like – this was like the one time Vicky didn't actually really do anything. And even so, Vicky has always dangled the gossip carrot in front of people's faces. Right. And if she doesn't say it, you know, it's implied that something is up. Right. You know, and you don't know. And you can't really get worse than like a cocaine accusation. But now I guess like getting fucked on a tra- <laughs> fucked in a train, like which is hilarious. Like I can't imagine Kelly do- wanting to do something like yeah, that. Yeah, I feel like she's probably a freak. Yeah. In her own right. Yeah. Power to you. But, like, I don't know. As I'm saying it out loud, I'm like, I can't. <laughs> well, well, yeah. Dr. Brian did move downstairs pretty quickly. That's, that's, that's very true. Oh, gosh. Yuck. Yuck. Yeah. <laughs> well, moving to totally different news. Real Housewives of Potomac is currently filming season five. Yes. Thank God. And reports are now saying that Candace Dillard reportedly threw a drink at Monique's face when they were filming at a restaurant. And then... It does not end there. Rumors have also been circulating that Candace threw the drink. Monique was obviously upset. Yes. And then reportedly dragged her and slammed her face on a table. (laughs) Yes, the ladies are back. I'm I'm thrilled. I think they're going to rush the season. I think we're going to see it sooner rather than later. Oh, yeah. Thank God for it. I I love this because I feel (sighs) – like Monique had that whole like Zen season of her being pregnant, mm. but the season before that she was pretty buck. 
threatening yeah. with the umbrella <laughs> yeah. and like drunk driving. Drunk driving. Yeah, yeah like she a, was not messing around. No. So I'm ready for like messy Monique to come back. I like I'm very into Monique. I think she's like you know, kind of smart. She's spunky. I love that she's like a rapper. Yeah. Like, oh god, she was a rapper. Yeah. <laughs> Remember there, was, Karen was like, "How dare you rap at the Willard Hotel?" It's like <laughs> what? Like, no uh, one is around security. you. Security. Security. Oh, wow. um, this. The, I can't wait. I cannot wait. I. I'm already in team on team Monique because whatever Candace mm. is mad about is something stupid. I know it is. Candace, going back to the mother daughter relationships. Candace is so interesting to watch because yeah. she genuinely believes she's been successful. And it's actually, now that I'm thinking about it, the parallels between Candace and DeAndre Simmons are so similar. They both yeah. were like legal aides and like that was their thing. And they mm-hmm. were like, gonna be in politics. But then their mom wanted something different for them. Right. Yeah. You're totally right. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then like, yeah, I, it's interesting that Candace does not see that she is her mother. Spending image (laughs) without a degree, like a medical degree. Yeah, like a carbon copy of her mother and her mother's behavior, and she does not see it at all. People will scream at it in her face, and, like, she doesn't get it. Like, your mom smacked you in the face with a bag in public, and the fact that she did it to Andy, and she was like, the bag was here, and her face accidentally ran into it. it. (laughs) And Andy is just like, okay, okay. Like, she was a bull with, like, a red red sheet, and she just ran into it. Um, Yeah, I, gosh, I, I'm very excited. I'm, do we, are we confirmed to have Ashley? Cause I feel like there was like a back and forth of whether or not she was coming. I think the two of them love the camera time. I think Michael is like, y'all know well, I'm grabbing ass. For an insurance yeah. liability, maybe she yeah. wasn't hired back. It's like a Lindsay Lohan situation. Um, yeah, I, I need everybody back. I, I, I'm so excited. And there's a new person joining. Her name is Dr. Wendy Osifo. Yes. Who, I don't know who she is. She's a professor at John Hopkins, political commentator on CNN, <clears throat> MSNBC, Fox News, ABC, all of the things. So she should be fun to go head to head with Candace, who Candace thinks she's Miss Politico. That's true. I, I'm nervous. Because I get so precious with my cast. <laughs> I don't like, because like when a cast is so perfect, like New York has been for the past few years. And just like, mm-hmm. I get nervous about a new woman coming into it and like spoiling the dynamic that I, I love so dearly. Yeah. Potomac really has found a great group. Bringing Monique yeah. in was a really great yeah. idea. They really haven't had very much changes other than like, what's your face leaving? She was irrelevant. <laughs> the other basketball oh, Katie. lady got no, no, not Katie. Oh God, Katie, Katie, Katie of it all. Ooh, do we think we're getting Katie at all next year? No, not even a little bit. And I liked Katie. I thought she I brought Katie. some real spunk to the show. The wigs were obviously huge, <laughs> hugely popular this season. I she she is like a perfect example of like completely like hilarious and spot on, but also totally insane. Completely certifiable. Yeah. <laughs> and I think Bravo saw that and they were like, we've got to detach from this one, like, quickly. Yeah, like, maybe this is like a Kelly Ben Simone, like, where, yeah. like, something really is going on. It's kind of like a full disowning. Because yeah. it's like, there's only a certain point, like, she kept, like, getting married and engaged. Like, I think she's been engaged twice this year. And yeah. now she's engaged to some random dude. Yeah. She barely knew. She's working on her, like, autobiographical. Oh, yeah. 
TV show, movie? <sighs> yeah, I don't Short know. film? <laughs> when I was. went on like her cameo a couple months ago, cameo. Um, she has cameo. It was like $13 to get oh her. Oh my God. No. Um, that makes me so sad. Well, actually, she might not. Oh no, she has it still. Okay, it's $39, but the description was. Cr- oh, okay, she changed it. Okay, because when it was just says Katie Ross, OG from Potomac, Mama Mega Bitch on Instagram, <laughs> which love that. Yeah, but when she was going through all that stuff with her ex and was saying like he sexually assaulted her, like yeah. her cameo bio was like Doctor Whatever Whatever. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/achieve today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply is a rapist and i'm like oh yeah why is this on cameo she used to tag like all these like rape survival things on instagram yeah. with like no real context yeah i feel like here i am at an event hashtag survivor and it's like i am there for you yeah if you need to call yeah like or talk but you gotta keep some of that stuff find an outlet you gotta find an outlet yeah. there, there's therapy there are people to talk to for those reasons, but like, I love her. I know, but Thank she's like a damaged little bird. She, she really is. Oh. We, I'm grateful for the time that we spent with her. You know, that's, that's all Rest I can do. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of other kind of crappy things happening in Potomac, Robin Dixon was hit last week with a ninety thousand dollar tax lien. Yeah, duh, my girl. Come on, what am I? I Come on. Robin is so bad with money, and it's like, I don't know why we're not telling the truth here. Like, she spent the whole first season being like, oh, me and Juan lost all this money. We were conned. Like, no, you gave this dude all of the money that you guys had, and he left with it. Like, yeah. you did that, Robin. Not yeah, like Juan. You decided to trust, like, an like a your good friend with a lot yeah. of money. And she went behind Juan's back and took the money and did it. And that's oh, how they lost all their money. I so, like, yeah. Yeah, so it, it's it's no no surprise to me that she's bad with finances. And then this flipped house, which that project, she was oh. like, oddly enough, it took way longer than expected. Yeah, but, yeah well, hello, Robin, you barely get out of the house on time. Yeah. Like, oh, what did you well, think was gonna happen? I hate that. I don't. I find it so rude to be it's like late in so many situations. But so rude. Do you not respect other people's time? The other women have children. We get that you have kids and that your husband like definitely isn't doing anything to help in yeah. terms of like making lunch, right. whatever. But, but there's like – there's like I'm – clearly I have a lot going on and I'm late because life is just so crazy. But I don't feel like life is that crazy for Robin. No, she's moving at her own pace, yeah. which is very, very slowly. It's so annoying and it is rude. 
And she needs to fix that. I'm getting upset. <laughs> I know. I'm like, um, Robin, you got to phone in because. Uh, but I mean, how stupid is it for you to just like not pay your taxes and like try and find all these ways of making oh. money on camera and then like, girl, and like you see it happening with Uncle Ben mm-hmm. and LaDom. Yeah. You saw this happening with them. Free Uncle Ben. I, I hope Giselle makes a T-shirt for for Robin. Oh, I mean, let's let's see that. <laughs> Hashtag free one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. This oh, she's funny. so stupid. Well, at least she's got a storyline now, other than her fake relationship. Yeah, that relationship is going nowhere fast. Because we've seen that one has like a lady, and he's like not making bones about it. I mean, they're not married. No. So he's like, yeah. I mean, if I could be with someone, I will. And the fact that Monique like. Last season or two seasons ago was basically like he's with other women, like or Ashley was the one Ashley, who was yeah, like, yeah. you need to know, like he's out on the town. And Robin is like, I do not believe you. You're a fucking liar. Right. It's like he's gorgeous. Certain- <laughs> You're sharing a house, and you guys aren't sleeping together. So what do you think he's doing, girl? He's getting it from somewhere. Somewhere <laughs> you can get it from me, honestly. Right? <laughs> Hit me up. Yeah, I don't want to like be a mother to your kids oh, or God, be no. with you, but no. I do want to. Yeah. Get down and dirty. I can meet you halfway. We can go to Baltimore, something. <laughs> you should just slide into his DMs. Hey, meet me in Baltimore. Yeah. He's like, wow, I'll be there. Honestly, nine out of 10, he'd go. Yeah. He'd be like, okay. Yeah. He's like, do you get, will you buy the room? I don't, I, I don't have a credit card to I put can down. buy his bus, bus ticket or, you know, whatever he needs. <laughs> bus ticket. <laughs> we'll have a great time in Baltimore. I've never been. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Well, staying on the East Coast, Real Housewives of Atlanta is also filming season 12 right now. The cast was recently filming in Greece, and... I love that they're still filming and they're about to premiere, like, next week. (laughs) That didn't even dawn on me. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, we have so much stuff that we could possibly be covering, and also all of the Kenya and Mark of it all. Oh, my gosh. So that's kind of where this leads us into. So they were filming in Greece, and supposedly Nini and Kenya were arguing because Nini was saying all of the, quote, disturbing details about Kenya's relationship with Mark Daly, and Nini pulled a pumpkin and spit at Kenya Mm. and had to be physically restrained from the table. I, I don't get it. Why why is Nini always the one who's like hanging out with the exes or or the men? Like why is that? Because she's a not a girl's girl. Like at the end of the day, like like she did that with Peter. Mm-hmm. She did that with another guy. And I I don't understand. like why does she need to talk to Mark? Especially because she and Kenya aren't friends. So like how is Mark getting her contact information? Why why would he go to Nini about anything? It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I think Nini's sliding into the DMs and being like, you hey, think? hey. And frankly, Nini, even though I'm at this point, like, she's not my queen on the show. No. But she's the queen. <clears throat> yeah. In, yeah. In that world. Sure. So, you know, they are bowing down. And he probably was realizing as he was filming with the crew, he's like, oh, she's probably treated the best. And then she, you know, she's funny. She's mm. all like, she's, you know, she's cool. And I can imagine them just like shooting the shit, having a couple drinks, her just like slowly but surely like getting shit out of him yeah. and, you know, using it to her advantage. Well, then, I mean, if the, if this is true, then it 
indicates to me that Mark wanted to be out of this relationship because yeah. why would you go to her like her worst enemy on the show and like confide yeah. in her about anything? Oh, um, Kenya, I yeah, I what are we okay? Because sh- the rumor is that like he was cheating. Yeah, but I also heard that he that she found out that he had been married before and like had kids. Yeah, I heard of that one from too. that marriage. But then supposedly <clears throat> I saw like a. I don't know, on Reddit or something, someone said, like, the person who wrote that article was, like, a friend of Kenya's. Oh. So that, like, Kenya's maybe, like, planting her own stories to, like, make okay. her the victim, which, like, I don't know if that's true at all. Yeah. However, she's shady. I, I wouldn't put it past her. I wouldn't put it past her, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't, frankly. Thing, I wouldn't put past any of these people to behave this way, and that's why I love the show. Yeah. I'm excited for this one to come back. I think... <clears throat> Even the fact that they brought their babies to Greece on the cash trip, right? Like that is hilarious yeah. to think. Like with these babysitters <laughs> at a couple tables down with right. the kids, Portia and Kenya. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see Portia and Kenya's relationship because they really never got along. I don't think, or maybe they briefly did. And it, I mean, because they had that epic fight at the reunion. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was a megaphone involved. Yes. See, like that is Portia Kenya. Pisses me like it kills me that Kenya needs to go that low sometimes. I like, agree. That is so obnoxious. That I is agree. so. I just extra. also think that she's smarter than that. Yeah, like she can she can be evil, but she can also be like smart evil. Yeah, and I think when she goes low like that, it's like it's almost like it's frustrating mm-hmm. to see her be so petty. And then like it's like I did nothing. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? I didn't do anything to, uh, you know, poke the bear right. at a woman who's been going through anger management types of right. work. Like, <laughs> so Portia knows she's got some issues, and Kenya's like, <clears throat> yeah, no, I don't, I don't know what I did wrong. Yeah. But back there, yeah, yeah. I was completely <laughs> right. Yeah, so I'm excited about their, and I, I feel like them together is going to really mess with Nini, and I wonder if this is going to be her mm. second last season and final season. I don't know. I think she's holding on for dear life. She can't get another acting gig. She's Ryan not Murphy's on not on the, not on the call sheet anymore. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god! Trump checks no longer no. are really something yeah. to brag about. Can't get those anymore. Um, yeah. Oh god. Um, I'm. I. I love it. I, I love the idea of this fight. I hope that we get to see everything. I hope this doesn't turn into like, you know, like the very last 45 seconds of the episode and then like to be continued. Right. Ugh. I mean, you know that's happening. I'm excited to see Candy again. I, w- I want Candy back on my screen. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, candy, I like to see I like. Candy like just like be the, you know, what do you call that? Like the person who just sort of digests it all and like breaks it all down. Mm-hmm. Like I, I like to see her be the voice of reason. I like candy. need less of the candy factory. I need True. less of Don Juan. <clears throat> yes. I don't think we got any Don Juan last year. I, I don't know. I feel like he was probably sprinkled in in that weird office. Scowling in a corner somewhere. He's yeah. just angry. <laughs> Don Juan. He's always on. So, on yeah. Chill don't out, Don Juan. Like, I feel like you have like. You're fame adjacent. Yeah. Which in Atlanta gets you very far. Yeah, there you go. You should be getting some ass, having some fun, using Candy's name everywhere you can. You should be smiling. Yeah. Granted, he's like, um, yeah, uh, the husband over here who has half her money (laughs) keeps starting these fucking businesses and doesn't do anything. Right. And now I'm cleaning up the mess. Right. For his, you know, (laughs) good idea. And Candy, in the preview, there's a scene where she's talking with, uh, what's his name? Her husband? Yeah. Oh. 
Oh my god! If you hadn't told me, all I can think of is Ace. That's her kid. Yeah, <laughs> Todd. Todd. There we go. She's like Todd. You started these businesses, and there's nothing to show. She's like, I have to do all of the work, yeah. anyways, and we share probably all the profits. Yeah. Mm. Mama, that mom. Mama Joyce was Whoa. right. Speaking of mother, <laughs> that is a mother-daughter relationship that needs to be looked at See? under a microscope. Yep. I want to like just like a whole like a oh my gosh what was that show? There was a show that was like one season that was just like mothers and daughters like famous mothers and daughters and they like had a house. Kim Richards was in it. Um, oh with her God. mom? No, she was on it with her one of her oh. daughters. Oh. oh my gosh, I think it was like a VH1 show or something. But yeah, I want to see something like that, but for Bravo. Just like the mothers and daughters really oh, working Oh, the mother-daughter experience. Yes. We should actually do a bonus episode where we dissect the best mother-daughter relationships on Bravo. We should. I would love that. Because that would be fascinating. It really would. I think I'd have to book a two-hour time slot for that. I mean, it could be a whole series, to be honest with you. Like, there, there's like a whole lot that you could do with that. We should do a crossover. Oh, we could talk about it. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about the line. <laughs> I don't want to let the listeners know yeah. what we're cooking up. No, that's actually a really good idea. Um, But yeah, I... I'm very excited. What's your like, okay, top three. I'm not going to make you rank all your housewives, but just like what's your top three franchises? Um, I would definitely say New York, <clears throat> hands mm-hmm. down. I absolutely love Potomac. Yeah. So much. Yeah. And then I would probably say for that third spot, Atlanta's not my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, where else are we then? OC is not crazy. Yeah. Beverly Hills, Jersey. Oh, Jersey. 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 I totally yeah. forgot. Oh, yeah. Okay. Totally, okay. totally, totally. Yeah. I would say, yeah. I would say New York, Potomac, Jersey. Okay. Oh, God. Fair. But I'm an East Coast girl. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair, though. It, it's, what about you? I, I would say New York, Potomac, and Atlanta. But I'm from Atlanta, so you know. Oh, okay, yeah. So you're a little biased. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like all those women like live in the town that I grew up in. Like Portia and Nini's neighborhood is like 10 minutes from my from my mom's house. We need to do some staking out. Yeah, it's crazy. I used to work at a like a children's store and they would buy – they would like do consignment and resell. And like one time Kim came in with like her like bags and bags and bags of those daughters' clothes. It was like <sighs> before Croy or maybe like – maybe it was like – it was like maybe right after Croy, but they came in these like bags of like gorgeous couture, like hundreds of dollars per outfit clothing. Like we couldn't even take it because it was so high end. But like they <laughs> they came in trash bags, was like not what you asked for. It was so like ghetto. But yeah, those are those are my run ins with the ladies. I mean, that's pretty. That's a pretty good uh, hot tip. Yeah. Well, trying to make a ago, quick buck. She yeah. was like, it was like seen like. She owes $225,000 to the Amex or whatever. Yeah. Like 48 hours later, she's like, go to my Depop shop. I'm right. selling on Poshmark. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're slinging sure you are. old ass Gucci bags. <laughs> Remember that stylist who would come around? Oh my God, yeah. Shauna, Shana. Yes. Yeah. Shawnee. Yeah. Sean. I think it's just Sean. Sean, yes. Yeah. Yes. Sean Melson, that was her name. <laughs> You know the last name. <laughs> well, now that you said it, I get it. Yeah, but it was spelled like Shun. Yeah. That's well, why. <laughs> Shun Nelson. Yeah. She, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I So, Don't Be Tardy got renewed. Of course it did. <sighs> Bravo, like, rewards bad people. Bad behavior. Bad behavior. I mean, I guess they need somebody at a Friday at 9, 8, at 8 p.m. slot. Oh, but yeah, the Friday night. And last season... 
every week. It was like new time slots. You say at six thirty. <laughs> like then it got like back to back. They were like pre like first episode of the season. We're doing two back to back thirty yeah. minute episodes. Fridays at eight. Right. <laughs> so, like, be there. Yeah, because Bravo really tried to pivot into like seven day programming, and yeah. it didn't work. It just doesn't work. And then they go into like movie land, and right. they also try to do. The home stuff, which I'm glad they realize people aren't watching that kind of content on this network. We have the point. several networks for it. Like, we don't need another one. And also, like, what is this thing where it's like, be a man. Like, man, it's a man's world. Like, oh. the fact that we are in 2019 and Bravo is thinking, like, let me define the man as the guy with the beard who works at the mechanic shop. Yeah. That's what I'm going to be. <laughs> See how life is a little bit easier. Who's that guy? Like, Who's the guy that Andy's always carting around? The, Rebecca Romaine's oh, husband. Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell, yeah. yeah. Please. Putting him in a baby Bjorn. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, he watches like three Bravo shows with his wife. It doesn't give him like the liberty to like host a show on the network yeah. for quote, real men watch Bravo. Again, on the, a network built on the backs of gay men yeah. and women. And women, yeah. And I don't need anything sullied by that Michael guy either. Oh, Michael Rappaport. Rappaport. Ugh. If I have to hear that, you were raised on the Upper East Side. You don't. Sound like that? Yeah. Where did that accent come He's from? He's like, um, on set with Scorsese. That's where I learned. <laughs> He's like, fuck out of here. Yeah, no. Oh, and him. his racist ass with like yeah. his shit with Kenya. With Kenya. He's a black wife. Yes. So I'm like, what's going on here? And then, <sighs> but that'll give him liberty. He's like, I can speak to her like that because my wife is black. Right. It's like, no, no, you can't. no, you, you can't. Can't do that regardless. <laughs> can't just post pictures of monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> and think that that's okay. Such what? a piece of Fuck shit. Fuck Michael Rappaport. But I love Kenya went sure. after him. She was like, motherfucker, sit down. Yeah. Sit down. I'm not like... Somebody were- went viral under that and was like, you look like you died this morning every yeah. day. So I don't know why you're talking about somebody else's looks. Also, Kenya is absolutely stunning. Gorgeous. One of the most beautiful women I've ever seen. She's unbelievably beautiful. She is a pageant winner like yeah. Miss America or I can never get it right she would be really upset yeah she's like somewhere her ears are ringing because she just heard <laughs> someone get her title wrong right was it USA or America maybe it's USA Miss America seems a little prestigious for Kenya no shade Kenya Moore title 1993 Miss Michigan then became Miss USA okay yeah. placing sixth in Miss Universe the same year okay well good for her well, I liked when someone – I was rewatching uh, a past season and someone was like, oh, so were you the first black Miss USA? And they were like, um, <laughs> Vanessa whatever, right. Vanessa Williams was. How – what do you think? I'm 20 years older? It's like, <laughs> oh, my God, girl. Like, get off your high. No one's wa- – I mean, maybe back then pageants were, like, the it thing. But, yeah, I think so. But I mean, I used to, like, fuck with pageants when I was little. Like, watching were little. them. Not, like, in them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would love to see you. I was like like a toddlers and tiara moment. Like I like had flippers as a kid. (laughs) Yes, lots of tool. Yeah, I was so much tool. (laughs) Speaking of tools, perfect segue, Megan. Wow, 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 wow. Kristen Doty from from Vanderpump Rules has decided to take after her friend Stassi and has decided to start writing. Mm. So Kristen has announced that she is going to come out with a book that comes out summer 2020 that is called He's Making... 
So the book is going to be called He's Making You Crazy. She says she wants to reclaim the power of the word crazy and more specifically to create an army of boss bitches who are being crazy and fight for the respect we deserve. Love that. She's not the one to be writing this. I completely agree. I (laughs) I love the concept, but we've seen plenty of examples of her being objectively crazy. It's kind of like her brand. Yeah. I mean, that's obviously what she's piggybacking off of people calling her crazy Kristen. Sure. But you get those names for a reason. For a reason. I mean, they're right on camera. <laughs> it's been seven right seasons of her exclusively being completely unhinged. The fight where she had with Sandoval when they were in Miami or New Orleans, maybe they were in New Orleans, where like the boys were dressed up as women. Oh, yeah, that was New Orleans. And, and Carter said that Tom looked like Sia. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, she was like clearly coked up, like screaming at Sandoval for like no discernible. She had no shoes on. Uh, like in the hotel lobby with no <laughs> shoes on. Like, like two years after they had broken up. And... When okay, another layer to this is that she's writing this book with the help of the person who wrote How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Right. <laughs> Which I heard she like her whole like niche is these like he's not into you or, you know, do whatever. You know, like date quickly. <laughs> I don't know any of these books. But <laughs> I am not reading them. <laughs> but um yeah, I mean I do like this concept more than I like Saucy's. Yeah. Um, I wonder if it's going to be more of like an actual how-to or if she's going to like get into like the stories because if she's not going to like get into it, then what's the point, you know? Yeah, I, I don't really understand. Said, I don't really understand what the concept is. So it's saying she's trying to reclaim the word crazy, but like with what? Like right. what are you going to do to reclaim that word? Like she's going to say like this is my – like, this is why I did what I had to do because the man was unfaithful or something. Like, right. this is why I tracked his phone. This is how you track a man's phone. Like, you know it's going to have, like, how to tra- catch him in an Uber scheme. Right. And also this book seems more, like, if you're trying to, like, destigmatize that word, shouldn't the book be for men? Like, not for women? Like, I don't just be, and like, more And he's making you crazy. Right. Which I guess, like, is, you know, gaslight culture. However, yeah. like... You're dating Carter and Tom Sandoval. <laughs> DJ James Kennedy. Let's uh, not oh forget my about God. That. Yeah. Who's like 10 years younger than you. And like, let's not forget that she, like, they slept together in a parking lot, parking garage on his Beamer. Like, I feel like that really got swept under the rug while she was dating Carter. Yeah. I don't know, like, what she's doing. Like, <laughs> I feel like there's never, ever been a need to fuck in a parking lot, like in a parking garage. Right. Go inside. You're at his home. Oh, actually, no, he did live behind that sheet in Paul's apartment. (laughs) Paul. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't get much done behind a sheet, I guess. Well, Um, I mean, Jax did. Jax lived behind that sheet, too. Jax Jax has a lot of things. Yeah. (laughs) You can get a lot done anywhere. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Did you see this post? He posted a picture of Brittany, and it was like... Oh, my hot wife. Um, but she's so effing hot. Oh, sorry, Mama Sherry Cartwright to say the F word, but your daughter's really beautiful. Like, he's really pivoting into this, like, good Christian boy. Just like Kanye. <laughs> I don't say F. <laughs> I don't say F. Get out of here, Jax. You F everybody. And also, like, the fact that he's calling her mama because he's not talking with his own mom. Like, you don't... My dude. He is like a tinderbox. Like, I'm waiting for him to explode. Because this, like, pivot into, like, I'm just, like, a normal dude is killing him. I can see 
the light behind his eyes like dimming every day. He's like, all I do is go to sweat garage. I work out six times a day because it's the only way I can get this energy out. Right. I feel like he, his eye twitches a lot. Just the real veins are out. popping out again. Trying to be this like doting potential father. Well, last night your friends were saying that they saw him in an airport at JFK when right. he was screaming at Brittany telling yeah. her to shut up. Yeah, anyone yeah. told me to shut up in public or in private or ever, ever. Yeah, like <laughs> I don't shut even up. hear you think shut up to me. One time when I was little, I told my mom shut up. I and she just started to cry immediately, and I was like. I take it back. <laughs> Say whatever you want. Right. I'm like, I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, he is a monster. And this is like, I gave the relationship two more years. Yeah. I don't, I honestly don't think they're going to have a kid. I don't think his sperm. <laughs> I think like gods are looking, whatever God the two of them believe in is looking down on Brittany and is like. And all of us really. Yeah. <laughs> The world at large <laughs> and saying these two cannot procreate. Yeah. I am making him unable to have children. Yeah. And I think that's for a, a reason. Yeah. I, I think – I don't think they're going to have kids. I really don't. I never thought they would. Well, I was thinking like they're definitely going to plan it so that it's coinciding with the show. So I think like in June when they usually start filming, I think that's when she's going to like have the – Oh my God, Katie, I'm pregnant. What am I going to tell Jax? She's going to do the whole thing. Mm. And then she tells him on camera. And then you just see. But I feel like we have the seasons because now Saucy's engaged. So yeah. now two seasons from now, we're going to get the Saucy yeah. wedding True. thing. Um, and then we get Lala's too. Oh God. Oh yeah. Mm, woof. Rand, was Rand on camera? I, I, I think people are saying he is. He's got to be, right? Yeah. Well, the season trailer was not released yet, and it's really annoying, but I yeah. heard it's going to be coming out at BravoCon. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm i very – because, yeah, it's got to be – because it usually comes on, like, towards the end of the year, right? Yeah. It's usually, like, a Christmas tree. Yeah. Like, I'm excited. <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's my Christmas. I, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. I – do you – do you are you like into Bravo books? Do you read them all? Uh, I don't read them all, but I've definitely read a few of them. Okay, I have Stassi's, but I haven't finished you it because I'm like I'm not a fucking basic. Bitch. <laughs> I can't subscribe. I can to go that to Starbucks shit. anytime I want. Yeah, you don't right. need to read the book about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I'm I actually might read Kristen's book. I know, right? I might. I'm like he is making me crazy. <laughs> It's not me. I swear. Uh, I mean, Kristen hasn't even been in a functional relationship. Well, no. She takes on the mother role yeah. to all of these men. Tom was probably a little bit different because they both were like on the same career path and like similar Tom situations. Tom has passions. Yeah. Yeah. And like probably is a great boyfriend. Oh, But I'm they sure. were 100% cheating on each other the whole time. They yeah. both separately cheating. Yeah, for sure. Well, good for her. I, I think she needs something else because she's not friends with Katie and or, or um, Saucy anymore. Yeah, I know that. So imagine she doesn't get invited to the wedding. <sighs> she was probably so livid that she's not going to be like maid of honor because she lives for that. That's all she's got. <laughs> I've never seen anybody so excited over like anything to do with not her wedding than Chris. Do you think she wants to get married? Like, is that what do you – like, do you think that's what she wants in her life? Uh, not necessarily. 
Like, I think she likes, I mean, she obviously likes being, she's obviously a relationship girl. Like, she's rarely ever single, but I don't think she, like, like, does she want to have kids? I don't know. Because <laughs> oh, I can't imagine that. No. Who do you think is, I think Stassi will be Stassi the first one to have kids. For sure. I mean, Tom Schwartz's dick has not been erect. In well, not for Katie. Eight. Yeah. We'll talk Ever. about that off. We'll talk yeah. about that off. Yeah. <laughs> I've got stories for you. I mean, no, that's definitely not happening for the two of them. Lala might <clears throat> crank one out quickly. She's gonna, she might have to. Well, I guess men can hold off a little bit longer. Right? Yeah, but I think issues, greater chances of issues happening to your children right. developmentally. Like autism with, and stuff. Yeah, yeah with yeah. the men's okay. sperm being older. Okay, well. Oh, yuck. But speaking of Lala, yeah. she just celebrated her one-year sober anniversary. She said, this is the biz- biggest accomplishment I've ever had. And I am – and the one I've been securing Randy, but go on. Yeah, right. <laughs> the biggest accomplishment. She's like, wow, I found a fat old man in a, in a city full of rich men right. looking for young women. It's ridiculous. <laughs> She's like, well, he's so fugly. Maybe no one else will want him. I mean, it's like smart. Yeah, but but this is like the Ashley she's a Darby. Woman. This is like the Ashley Darby thing where on screen she's going to be, you know, in four years she's going to be like, well, if I stay with him for 16 more months. Let me, let me figure this out. Yeah. She's like, carry the one and then the interest and that it's like, girl. When, when do I need to start having a baby? Yeah. So I can get this alimony check. Yeah. And she's like, I got 18 years if we stay together for three years and then I can have the baby. Then we get married. It's like... And they're they're oddly prolonging this. Yeah, where I kind of thought it would be like a shotgun situation where they would get married sooner, but right. who knows? Maybe he wanted. I mean, people could you know take years to get married after getting engaged. Are we like, do you think that there's people in her her life who genuinely think like look at them as a couple and think, yeah, this is right? Well, I think they're all reaping the rewards of him being around. A rented private jet right. is, is better than. Well, commercial. That's true. <laughs> that's true. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm like, hey, Rand. Like, oh my God. Imagine I started dating Rand. Like, I'm the new Lala. Oh. Mm. That would be sad. I can't even forget. I can't even. I can't even forget. I can't even. He hasn't seen his penis in years. Like, Ugh. that guy is just. Disgusting. Gosh. Yeah. He strikes me as like overly sexual, but also like in capable of really doing anything i mean i think it was really telling when she was like yeah before we have sex i put a whole water bottle at my vagina it's like oh great so oh, he yeah. thinks you're like squirting and having these like he's <laughs> doing all these that. massive things to your body when it's like nah bitch you're doing like porn 101 tricks you're trying to like she's like i it's a waterfall down there he just makes it work it's like again you're full of pull and spring like, <laughs> like, like that is not natural babe oh yeah 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 that is so crass. I'm so sorry if you have children <laughs> in the car. And they just had to hear that. Uh, I, I said this once on this show, but I was pretty drunk. And then, like, listening back, I was like, what the fuck, <laughs> Megan? And I was, like, outrageously crass talking about it. I took the whole segment out. I'm like, what the fuck is your problem? Like, you need to learn boundaries with these people. Like, you can't. But it's true. Like, you know, and just licking his asshole. Like, oh, yeah. all Oof. the above. Like, just, yeah. Ah! No, right do not. Dara just did a spreading cheeks motion. But like an aggressive yeah, one. Yeah. Like, you know she's got to do in work, right? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, she's sorry, definitely got to put in work. And she definitely is like, get your like butthole wax. Oh. Like he definitely like gets waxes. Oh, oh my gross. God. Oh, my God. Well, on that note, we got to end the show. <laughs> 
I think the podcast might be over forever, actually. Here, yeah. <laughs> well, Kara, thank you so much for coming on. Where thank can you people for having me. Follow and find you, listen to your oh awesome gosh, show? I have podcast again. I forgot. Um, so you can follow me on Twitter at Caribbean Tweets. You can listen to my new podcast, Everyone's Business But Mine. It's on Apple, Spotify, and Google Play. Um, you can follow the podcast at Everyone's Business But Mine on Instagram. Yeah. I uh, officially, this is only the teaser episode is out, but I'll be officially launching on November 4th. So subscribe, rate, review, rate, all review, of the above. All those things. Thank you so much for coming on and thanks Thank so much for, for listening. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. If you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts to leave a quick review and a five-star rating. And while you're at it, head to Instagram and follow at Bravo Happy Hour to talk with fellow listeners on the episode's discussion posts. Also, feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com with any super juicy gossip or just to say hi. Be sure to tune in every Monday and Thursday for more of your favorite Bravo-related news. 